Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host, and a girl who used to do the ice bucket challenge, but on other people's heads, <laughs> Shay Kilmer. I actually did do the ice bucket challenge. On your own head or somebody else's head? No, on my own head. Because I, the ice bucket challenge started because um, to raise awareness for ALS. Right. My grandma died of ALS. Oh. So, so yeah, I did it myself. But I did challenge everybody else to do it too. It was great. It is a more fun image, though, seeing you Dumping a bucket over other people's heads, though. Yeah, that, that would be fun. Sorry, guys, to ruin that one. Anyways, <laughs> hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like monkeys like throwing poo, then please remember <laughs> to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. What up, girl? What up, Home Skillet? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you seem or like you're I in a joyous mood. I know. I feel a lot better in mood than I, I was in yesterday. I was in a bad mood yesterday, guys. So you're welcome. We didn't record yesterday because I would probably flipped my shit. <laughs> Let me guess. Did it have something to do with a man? Probably, to be honest. <laughs> well, somewhat. Somewhat. Like, my dad's not doing well health-wise. I'm not doing good health-wise. My child's being sassy as hell. I'm just over it. <laughs> Boy, sassy as hell. I wonder where she gets that from. Listen, sir. Not the, you're lucky this was not yesterday because I would have easily popped you one in the nose. Right in the nose? Maybe not in the nose. Maybe in the gut just because it wouldn't hurt anything. Hmm. Just so all you know, she, she threatens me with violence on a regular basis. So it's hard for me to take it serious uh, uh, when she's being serious or not. Guys, this is the thing. I've never actually, okay, I accidentally broke a guy's arm once in elementary school. But other than that. <laughs> That's what you told the authorities that it was an accident. Listen, the only time I've ever been actually like physical with someone is I tried to slap them because I found out they were cheating on me and I missed because they pulled away <laughs> and that was it. That's the only time. I am not slow. They were faster than I expected. Okay. They played World of Warcraft and eat a whole bag of family sized potato chips while they're playing. I didn't expect them to have good reaction time and they did so <laughs> i was like it's fine that i'm not like full force slapping this person because it's not like they're gonna move out of the way and they did well world of warcraft takes a lot of hand-eye coordination so yeah it's it's a joystick oh i'm gonna get a lot of hate <laughs> i'm gonna get a lot what kind of so nerd I, was this that you were dating i didn't know he was a nerd it's not my fault 
And um, was he was he fat? He eats a whole family size bag he, of potato chips. This is the thing I didn't put two and two together. He did play lacrosse, so oh, I, I lacrosse pretty physical. Yeah, so he was like half skinny, half fat. It's fine. Yeah. Um, now, funny funny thing. Now, guys, um, karma came back to hit him in the ass, and he is chunky monkeys. So, oh, wait, you still keep in touch with him? Hell no, hell no. Then how do you hell know? No. Um, because I saw a picture years ago, and he's still chunkies. Oh. And his brother used to hit me up. So. <laughs> oh, what? Did you hook up with the brother? Uh, That's really. a yes. No, but like not really. Sort of, but not really. Um, his brother is also really lame. So <laughs> it's going to be really funny. I'm sensing a pattern here of the type of guys that you're attracted to. Listen, it's really funny. Because if this dude listens to this one, he's going to know who he is because he, he's going to know and he's going to know it about his brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, good luck. Hey, good luck. That's, that's the sacrifice you make for your craft here is that you have to let all the skeletons out of the closet when you have a show like this. Yes, true. All right. So I'm going to give you a little quick story that is the motivation for the topic of this episode. So just the other day, well, let me ask you a question because you should know this. What Ooh, is okay. the one thing that I can't stand when I match with somebody on one of the dating apps? What, when, when conversation what first starts, for? what's that? What are you looking for? Yes. Oh my God. So right off the bat, the first communication from this girl I matched with was, so what are you looking for on here? You know, and, and you know, I hate that question more than anything. I can't stand it. It's like so canned and rehearsed and not original in any way, shape or form. And it's like, it, it's a, it's a catch 22 type question anyway, because it's so open ended, you know, there's like no right answer and, and you don't have really like the venue to um, explain yourself. You know what I mean? It's not a freaking dating app. So those are all the reasons I can't stand that question, but she was kind of hot. So I was like, all right, I'll tolerate that. So I give my standard answer to that question, which is, it's ridiculous to begin with. But then right after that, she doesn't even comment about like what I said to her as like a conversation starter or anything. She almost looked, in fact, she did look right past my answer, which is annoying to begin with because then why'd you ask me that stupid canned question if you weren't going to address my answer to your canned question you know what i mean yes all right so then the very next thing after ignoring my answer she says so trump or biden oh no <laughs> and so oh, i see no. where this right i see where this is going right off the bat you know and so I gave my answer. I'm not going to say what my answer is because I don't want to get into a debate with listeners or anything on social media. I, I don't, you know, we don't need that. But I give my answer. Her response back is no. And end with a bunch of O's at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm annoyed. I'm like, okay, I'm going to unmatch this girl. You know, sure. she, she was physically hot, but she became very ugly to me then. Not just because of her response and her lame ass questions that she asked me, but by her saying no to my answer, that means she supports the other guy. And I'm kind of a politico, you know, I'm into politics and stuff. So 
she clearly supports the opposite of the person I supported. It made her like totally unattractive and ugly to me. And so I'm over it at this point. Right. Just send her the shoulder shrug emoji, you know, like, oh, well. And then she unmatched me. (laughs) (laughs) That's hysterical. Yeah. This was like an interaction of about 43 seconds total. That's impressive. Yeah. So that got me thinking that that would be a good topic for us to discuss are things that you should and shouldn't, but mostly shouldn't discuss with people initially, right when you meet them, not just on the dating apps, but if you meet like at a party or at a bar or, you know, whatever. And then definitely like they're, they're not supposed to be like your openers guys. <laughs> like, right. It's not supposed to be any part of opening conversation at all. Or, and then um, definitely topics that you shouldn't discuss when you go out on like a first or maybe second date or something like that. And um, I've had this before, like not just on the dating apps, but even on dates, like these taboo topics that the the girl that I'm dating or that I'm out with just brings up because I'm smart enough not to bring them up. So then, and right off the bat, when, when they bring up these topics, you're like, Ah, what the, what the hell? Like you see, you almost hear like, you know, like the proverbial, like tires screeching from somebody slamming on the brakes. That's what you hear in your head. You know, it's like, she just slammed the brakes on me enjoying this date and getting to know this person. Yeah. I mean, okay. So this is the thing. There are some people that are very passionate about some things, right? Yeah, of course. I think in this instance, like, yeah, I don't talk politics ever my first date. Um, I don't talk about marriage my first date. And I don't talk about, like, really kids on the first date. But this is the thing. If there's someone that's very passionate, like, don't open with that. Being like, I want to get married in two years and have four children by the time I'm 30. Yeah. And don't have that as your opener line, like get to know someone. And then as the conversation like goes into it, then bring some stuff up here and there, but don't, this is the thing. Don't seem desperate. Like desperation is never attractive ever. For so, sure. So I, I don't know, like just guys, just chill. Maybe take an edible before you go just to calm your tits a little bit Um, because guys and girls kind of do the same thing. Like I get a lot of desperation in like my DMs from guys. Um, Even if I just do like one or two responses back, like they'll be like, oh, this is such a great picture. And like sometimes I'll respond and be like, oh, thanks so much for appreciating it. And or like, I appreciate that. Um, But then like they'll be like oh my god i love you like let's go on a date how can i treat like like let me show you i'm a nice guy let me treat you right yeah and it's just like um can can i can you at least ask me about my day or something Jesus. <laughs> yeah can you ask me my where i live and learn my last name and you know please don't ask me where i live that is a terrible question oh no, i don't mean address i mean like, like hey so where are you from you know like are you even in the same state Right. right. Um, is this like a cross country kind of thing? Are we even in the same continent? <laughs> yeah. You know, because like on the dating apps, you know, and, and I love meeting people outside the dating apps, but I, I know that that's becoming more and more rare these days. But on the dating apps, 
it just says, you know, 22 miles away. Well, in what fucking direction? You know what I mean? I want to at least have a general idea of, of where you live, you know? Right, right. Um, so you said you get a lot of the, like, the desperation messages from, from a lot of the guys. And, you know, like the catchphrase a lot of people like to use these days is they call those guys thirsty, you know? But I don't think I, I anyway, and you tell me because thirsty is definitely a label that is more on guys, not women. I see thirsty guys as just guys who are like horny looking for sex, like, you know, desperation. That's to me is what thirsty is. But you seem to be getting them also from guys who are, and I know you probably get them from your share of guys that are definitely like horny and, and acting horny and everything. But do you think that the guys who are like, oh, you're so beautiful and I just want to date you and I'm looking for something real and meaningful and desperate for sure. But do you consider those guys thirsty or do you agree with me that thirsty yes. is mostly like horny? They, no, it's there. I think it's a desperation kind of thirst. Like you sound so desperate. Like, yeah, this is the thing. I, I hate when guys be like, I'm a good guy. It's like, I'll determine that based off your actions. I'm not going to take your word for it because do you know how many people have sat there and told me they're a good fucking guy and lied to my face? Yeah. Even like the guys that I normally wouldn't even go for and I'd give a chance. And they still lied to my face, still had other girls on the side. It's like, I'm not doing this anymore. You can say shit all you want, but words don't mean anything to me anymore. You're yeah. going to prove that shit from trials and tribulations. And if you want to even get close to me, because I mean, good luck, that's a mountain to climb on its own now. But like, it's going to take a lot for me to open up to people in that way. Um, so if you get close to me, congratulations, because that's a feat in itself. But like to let you in romantically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucked up guys like I know I'm okay but like I'm fucked up I don't know how the best way to put it but I'm fucked up because of what's happened in my past so I have so many fucking walls up there's gonna be like someone's literally going to have to sweep me off my feet be like here baby girl I got you <laughs> this is what I'm offering you I have it right here in my hands physically take it like unless I literally see that shit. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Nothing. Like you'd be like, I'm going to give you the world. It's like, okay, where's that world? Give it to me. Uh, yeah. Let me see that fucking world. You motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm okay, guys. I'm okay. Boy, down girl down. <laughs> Th take a breath. Yeah. No guy is going to say, yeah, I'm kind of a bad guy. Of course, they're all going to say they're good guys. And like Shay and I always say the Cardinal rule is, don't watch what they say. Watch what they do. Watch what they do. Right. We so, should have that be like our tagline. Yeah, because that re say, that really is do. the truth. You know, that's like the key to dating. Don't watch what they say. Watch what they do. You know, people Close say all the... Close your ears and open your eyes. Yes. People say, especially manipulative. Wow, that's hard Ooh. to say. Manipulative. Manipulators. Manipulators, yep. right? They they're like terminators, but right. manipulators. They right. terminate the relationship. <laughs> they know exactly what to say to you know get what they want. That's what manipulating is. So you have to go by their actions, you know. Um, but going back to the topic, traditionally, you would think like the taboo topics are politics, religion, you know that sort of thing. But you brought up a really good one, Shay.
things to not talk about right off the bat. You know, your plans that you have already laid out in your head, like I'm looking for marriage and I want kids. And and that's fine if you want that stuff, just like it's fine that you have your own political and religious beliefs. That's totally fine. It's just not appropriate for your first interactions. It's not an inter- it's not appropriate so, for your first conversations on the dating apps and not for a first date. Yeah, so the thing is is like I get I get it, guys. Like I at one point in my life I'm like I really want to get married and settle down. Now I don't give a fuck. Um <laughs> but like I get it. I I get being hopeful and wanting that and stuff. But like you cannot put out that desperate energy first and foremost. Just, just don't do it because desperation stinks. Desperation right. smells so bad. Yeah. And nobody wants that. Yeah. It's very unattractive and very noticeable. It is. And you're going to spook the person, you know? Exactly. So that's, that's my first and foremost. Obviously, don't listen to what people say. Watch what they do, obviously. But like at the same point, baby girl what are you doing you're a motherfucking goddess they like don't be desperate for these damn fools they're fucking fools for a reason yeah honey like put yourself on your own pedestal let them come to you because you don't deserve anything less than amazing yeah i mean you need to know your worth and don't look at it as you know i'm just looking for a good man for something real to get married. That's fine if you're looking for that, but don't project it. Instead, flip it around and be like, let's see if this I'm guy is worthy thing. of being my forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be that same thing, same, same end result. You're just flipping it around in a more confident way. Yeah. You got this. <laughs> you guys have the wet ass pussy. So um, just so you're aware, that's what guys want. Yeah, um, you're in control. We don't want dry pussy, ew. But I can tell, I can tell you, biggest thing to make a guy shrivel up is uh, desperation. So flip, yeah. flip it around, baby cakes. You're a goddamn boss. You're a goddess. You got that wop. And you're That's in demand. All right. You are in demand. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, to that end, on the dating apps. You know, I'm maybe one of the few people who actually reads profiles. <laughs> you know, I love profiles. I think they're a hoot and a half, especially when guys are like creative and shit. Yeah. Like, yes, honey. Like, I will 100%. This is the thing. If a guy is funny on a dating app, like his profile, instant swipe right. Do you know why? Because a guy that can be funny on a freaking app is gold, pure yeah. gold. <laughs> Yeah. You know, being funny, you need to hear like the, you know, the tone of your voice and your delivery. That's what makes comedians so funny. So if you can make a girl laugh in your profile, you, that's a, you pulled off a pretty good feat. Especially if it's not something like if Corona didn't take you out, can I, (laughs) like, can you please be fucking original? God damn it. Yeah. All right. So if you're original and funny, yes. bring that on over here baby boy anyways but yes so in regards to especially first dates and stuff first and foremost and the thing is i don't want to feel like i'm in an interview or on trial on my first date so don't ask me like what my five-year plan is 
Yeah. Like, calm your tits, pumpkin. <laughs> plan. I, I don't even know what I'm having for lunch tomorrow. So let's yeah. be real here. Um, I just want to be happy. That's my goal. Thank you. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's not. But that's not a tall order. Yeah, but like when people are like, so what's your five year plan? Tell me. And it's just like, uh, I'm not ready. <laughs> I yeah. did not prepare for this interview. I apologize. I didn't know this was happening. Um, I'm going to go. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I don't, and I don't think guys really do that very much. I think that's more about like a girl question to ask guys. Yeah. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, that's a great question. I was so dumb. I was so dumb. That probably scared off half of my day back in the day. Um, <laughs> so don't do that, ladies. <laughs> Yeah. Learn from her mistakes. That's a no, no, don't do it. Because like, yes, you are a boss ass bitch. You can run your own fucking company. I'm so proud of you if you're doing that or whatever it is you're doing, but like, it's okay to breathe. It's okay to just have a conversation and get to know someone without like a 20 questions kind of thing. Like just let the conversation flow, take a deep breath, enjoy the atmosphere maybe smoke some weed before you go so you aren't so uptight like whatever you need to do do some yoga zen whatever (laughs) i'm here for it yes honey do it so like whatever you need to do i support you in it as long as it's not harming anybody else but like calm your tits a little bit before you go on that date be like i'm a boss ass bitch i got this i'm not putting anyone on trial right now We'll see how this goes. And this is the thing. If you guys have a connection, that's the most important thing. Then later on, you can get into like, hey, so um, how's life going? What are you like looking for in the future? Like, and this is the thing. Those are really important questions. Because if one person's like, I don't want kids. And the other person's like, oh, I'm like really wanting kids in the very near future. That's obviously not going to work. So yeah. Maybe get to that at the end of the day or even like the next date. Who knows? But like to open up with that, that's heavy, guys. That's yeah. heavy. Yeah, it is. And you bring up a good point, Shay, that all of that stuff that we're saying is taboo to talk about, like your political beliefs and your religious beliefs and even like your stance on abortion. I once had a girl on a date ask me what my views were on abortion. See, this is the thing too. We have to understand that there are some people that believe things very deeply. Like, like that girl asked you about politics and this is the thing. Okay. I got to give it to you. Sure. Whatever. You want to have this strong of a stance? Well, then find someone that has that strong of a stance and who will stand with you with that stance. Because there's some people that are kind of like wishy-washy about it. There's some people that are like very strong-sided. There's yeah. Trump supporters that will like literally mow you down with a lawnmower yeah. um, and their mullets. <laughs> <laughs> right. And their pickup trucks. <laughs> and their Confederate flags. Right. And their assault rifles slung around their shoulder at Walmart. Yeah. And then there's like, I'm sure, um, oh gosh, um, I'm sure like people who are like Biden supporters and there's people that are, like, I hate both of them. I'm just here so that Trump doesn't get reelected. Thank yeah. you. Like there's so many different aspects of it, but if someone's like Trump 2020 and there's somebody else that's like Biden 2020 and they are literally so 
in their heads about yeah. the political stances of things like right. just let them be like i don't want to be a part of that i don't want every single conversation to be a political one i'm gonna get so fucking bored because i'm only gonna fight you most likely so yeah yeah and that's that that's what's going to happen that's the reason why we're saying don't talk about them on on dates or your first interactions but but sooner or later those all those topics we're not dismissing those topics they're all important to people people have their own values they have their own beliefs and they're they're entitled to them so it's important that the person that they eventually end up with they do need to know what their views on those things are you know i don't know if a evangelical could marry a atheist you know so at some point you do need to know what their views are so we're saying don't talk about that stuff in your first early interactions but you do need to learn that stuff about them eventually so when is the right time and how is the right time shay yeah like i said earlier like you have to go with the flow of the conversation um and putting someone on trial or like asking them out of the blue um it's it doesn't go with the flow guys like you just gotta kind of fucking chill a little bit um i sound like a stonehead stone what is that called pothead a pothead a A stoner and a pothead i'm a stonehead guys i was like what is stone i was about to go on the urban dictionary and be like what is the stonehead you should see if anything comes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, guys, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I have not. I I don't smoke, but um, that's really funny. It sounds like I do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, but yeah. So this is the thing. Bring it up when the conversation flows in that direction. If it doesn't flow in that first conversation, it's okay. I promise, it's okay what what you wasted a couple hours having a nice conversation oh god like oh well you if it's really something that that's it's that pressing you can always text them after the date yeah if you don't get to it at the date and it's something that's that pressing and you need to know text them but shay what if there's somebody who's like right off the bat before they even meet their their potential date they they have it set in their mind that I could never date a Trump supporter or I could never date somebody who was pro-choice. Are we telling them that even if you have those hardcore beliefs, you still shouldn't ask about that? Or, or if you're that passionate about it, then you should use it as like a filtering tool. So if you are literally that passionate, you need to ask it right off the bat. Yeah. Like not in like the first breath, (laughs) but like you need to ask it before you even go on a date kind of thing. Yeah. Like, because if you're that like American flags everywhere and shooting off fireworks on like the 8th of July, like, yeah, you got to ask it, dude, because there's a lot of people that aren't going to be with you. Um, So you need to weed those people out because, I mean, even Trump supporters deserve someone to love. So. Right. Other Trump supporters. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So I guess what we're saying is that we're not dismissing those topics. Like we said, religion's important. Politics is important. You know, your abortion stance is important. What your, your future plans on if you want to get married with six kids, you know, that's all important. That's fine. We're getting it. We're not dismissing it. But we're saying there's a time and a place. 
you know, to discuss exactly. those, those topics. And you might be ruining a good potential date or possible long-term relationship by bringing that stuff up at the wrong time. Not bringing that stuff up, but bringing it up at the wrong time. Would you agree, Shay? I agree. Yeah. If it's not something that's like, first off, if it has anything to do with like desperation, like wanting kids now and getting married right away, like, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Throw those thoughts away real quick. Um, because you can still have those like feelings, but like understand your worth and understand that you need to be pursued rather than you needing this marriage or these kids because i promise you baby girl when the right one comes the right one will come but you basically putting out this like desperation odor is going to make all the people run away <laughs> all of them anywho's but um yeah i would say uh first and foremost just chill on that one but if it's something that you are super adamant about something that you, it's an opinion then if you are so persistent on one specific stance, you, it could be like the world is flat. Like yeah. you, could, you could be so convinced that the world is flat and you don't, you will literally not even listen to someone that is like, well, the world's round, bro. Sorry. Then yeah. and, and remember, it's not just find a... someone that believes the same stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, remember, it's not just a cliche. Opposites really do attract. So be open to some people with maybe the opposite views that you do. And if nothing else, it'll be a great conversation slash debate as long as you keep it civil. Yeah. See, that's the thing um, is if it's someone, if it's something that like you are able to be open and listen to, great. Yes, please bring that because it's great to have those like friendly debates and stuff. It's great to have that. But like you need to be open to it. And if you're closed off and closed-minded, unfortunately, you're just gonna have to find someone that thinks just like you. And that's gonna narrow down your search a lot. So Right. And and if you are closed-minded, that's when you're gonna need to speak up right away. Right. All right. And that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username the real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at trulyshay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-Y-S-H-A-Y-Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all of your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-S-M-R-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells, so get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Later, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.